the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live or YouTube, Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, Second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia, and Pennsylvania as well. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays. And then open phone-in Fridays, anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today, it's Tough Topic Tuesday, and it's not going to get any tougher than today's topic. I've got my very capable guest hanging out with me live here in studio, special guest Patrina Mosley from the Family Research Council. And I'm going to introduce her in just a moment, but today we are talking about the abortion debate the abortion debate in America, fact versus fiction. I asked Petrina to come help me out, like a fourth grader who knows nothing. I, I need to know the basics of what uh, is an abortion, what is life. We as preachers preach life begins at conception. We, we use Jeremiah 1.5 and Psalm 139 and other passages to tell us that. But what does that mean? Well, guess what? Today, we're going to get it on. And so get in where you fit in. Here's the number if you want to call me. Then I'm going to pray, open up the phone lines, and we're going to dive right in to this conversation with my very special guest, Patrina Mosley. And here's the number, 888-432-7434. And if you're trying to memorize that, just remember the word bridge. Maybe you're driving over to one right now. Here's the number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Okay, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for life. We know that you are the life giver and the creator of all. And so we just ask that you give us understanding today. We commit today's show over to you in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. If you want to get a hold of me other ways, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com. 
or my favorite website, EmbraceGracism.com, or just download the app, Gracism. So Patricia, uh, Patrina Mosley, who's right next to me, as you can see if you're watching us on social media, she serves as the Director of Life, Culture, and Women's Advocacy at the Family Research Council. Her writings and research examine the sanctity of life and women's dignity issues in policy and culture. Uh, Patrina sp specializes in advocating for women in matters of abortion, sex trafficking, and pornography. Her commentary has been featured in the New York Times, the Washington Examiner, the Hill, Town Hall, the Federalist, the Daily Signal, the Christian Post, where I met her and read one of her articles and wanted to get to know her better. She's also testified in the state legislature on fetal pain and abortion and the influence pornography has to normalize violence against women as well as its effect in increasing the demand of sex trafficking. And before her current role, Patrina served as Family Research Council's Action Actions Assistant Director, where she walked alongside state and federal campaigns for uh, endorsement. And before joining the uh, Family Research Council, Patrina uh, directed Concerned Women for America's Collegiate Initiative, Young Women uh, for America. She also is a graduate of Liberty University, where some of my family is. So shout out to Liberty with a Bachelor's of Science and Religion with a specialization in Biblical Studies and a Master's in Public Policy. Patrina Mosley, welcome to Real Talk. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here with I'm you. I'm happy to have a time where I can just ping you with questions and learn from you all of your studies and your wisdom. So welcome to the microphone. Let me give you all the number one more time in, in case you have a a question or uh, a comment for Patrina. It doesn't matter what side of the debate you're on. You are welcome to pull up a chair and have a conversation because I believe that comprehension begins with conversation. And so listen, let's be respectful. Let's learn because this is a big, big deal. Patrina, in our country, this has been a major issue of division, not only between Christians and non-Christians, but between Christians and Christians, mm -hmm. because we just don't understand it. Have you found that to be true as well? I certainly have. And there's so much marketing rhetoric that's out there. I always say marketing has the power to make anything look amazing mm. or to make anything good look really, really bad. Mm. Um, and so with this abortion debate, we're seeing uh, many laws popping up across the states that are either protecting life or legally defending the right to take life. And mm. it's amazing what marketing can do. Like with the pro-life side, you're seeing so many people demonize people who are passionate about protecting life as if that's an evil thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so marketing has done a lot in this debate, and I, I'm happy to uh, to get into that discussion with you all. Well, today. let's start with the basics. Uh, I'm a fourth grader here, okay? So you explain it to me like a, a level that I can't even understand it until I can understand it. What is pro-choice and what is pro-life? Well, once again, marketing and those labels, um, mm -hmm. pro-choice pro has been adopted by those who are pro-abortion. They call themselves pro-choice because they believe mm -hmm. that there should be an option for women to legally kill their child in the womb. Pro-lifers pro are entitled with that label to say, okay, well, we're pro-life. We're not pro-death. We're not pro-choice to kill a child in the, in the womb. We are defenders of life. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference. So those who call themselves pro-choice believe that it is okay to have a legal right to kill a child in the womb. Those who mm -hmm. are pro-life believe that it is not. 
Gotcha. So those who are pro-life are saying, listen, if a baby is uh, in a woman's womb, then we want that child to have the right to live no matter how uh, that child got there, whether it was rape, whether it was incest. A woman is impregnated no matter how it happened, and that impregnated woman must allow that child to be born no matter what. She doesn't have the right to choose otherwise. Is that correct? Uh, not quite. Okay. So clarify. For yeah. Me. So for pro-lifers, we believe in the inherent right to life for the child. So mm-hmm. we believe that no matter what the circumstances are, whether it be rape or incest, um, or, or even uh, fetal abnormalities that happen in 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 birth, mm-hmm. that a child, a human being, has the inherent right to right. life because they were made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's circumstances does not determine their worth or right. their value or their capability right. um, or their contribution that they're going to make to society. Right. So so it's the same thing, though. The woman does not have the right to take the life of a child inside of her. That's what a pro-lifer uh, would believe. It's not that you're trying to take her right away. Yes. We're saying that the right of the child inside of exactly. her uh, must live regardless of how it got there. Is that right? Exactly. Understood. And there are tough cases where women uh, are t- – are in tough positions medically, and that can be discussed as well. Okay, well, let's talk about that on the other side of the break. If you have a comment or question about this, we're getting into it. I'm trying to learn. I want to know everything about the abortion debate. Here's the number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. tired of living in that smelly basement well, let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate 500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all Get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. 
That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday, and you are listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I've got Patrina Mosley. She's hanging out with me from the Family Research Council, and we're talking about the difficult topic of the abortion debate, and specifically pro-life versus pro-choice. And I really wanted to bring a professional in that could help me understand it like I'm a fourth grader. And so this is all about education today, and uh, Petrina was teaching us what what is pro-life. That is uh, the ability of the child uh, from conception inside the woman's womb to have the right to live, regardless of how that child uh, got there. So that's what the pro-life position is. The pro-choice position, and correct me uh, if I'm wrong, is that the woman then has a choice whether uh, that baby can live or not live because it's in her body. And so the people that believe that, I'm not talking about the industry that's trying to promote it yet, but just Mm -hmm. that woman down the street who uh, is pregnant and didn't want to be, and now she is, and she's thinking, this is my choice. That's what it means to be pro-choice. It's the mother's choice over the life of the child inside of her. Do I have that accurate? Yeah, essentially, yes. And it goes back to marketing. It's like, well, the marketing is, is my body, my choice. But when you mm-hmm. really drill down to it, the science of it, that is a body of its own. The baby is a body mm-hmm. of its own. It has mm-hmm. a separate heartbeat, a uh, separate DNA. And so we really got to be educated on what the facts are and not be pulled mm-hmm. into every wind of doctrine that's going to pull us into an agenda that's not really good for us. Understood. Well, again, a lot of individuals may not even know that are listening to the show today about the broader agenda, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But before uh, we do, where is a woman? And I, I don't know. Have you had children yet, by the way? No children yet. Okay. So, and I never have, by the way. I just wanted you to know that. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was wondering. So, yeah, right. Just in case, right? <laughs> well, what I want to know is where is that woman emotionally when she hears that she's pregnant when my wife came to tell me that my firstborn Isaiah she goes honey I'm pregnant I was in the middle of watching a football game and I remember that I missed what she said because I was watching the game and hence we had a big argument later when I went upstairs and she was crying I realized in that moment you know there's something going on inside of her that's way more important than this football game that I'm watching but I was more emotionally connected to the game than to her that's a whole nother story but what that reminds me of now three kids in and and all of this is that women and when they find out that they're pregnant, it touches them at a very, very deep place. How do you have a conversation with a woman who finds out that she's pregnant, but she wasn't expecting to be, she didn't want to be? How do you help her get through that? I'm sure you have to deal with that in your ministry, don't you? Yeah, I have seen that case uh, even in college and in high school. Um, it is tough. It mm-hmm. is very, very tough. And when women are faced with those choices and faced with those moments mm-hmm. of, I'm in an unexpected pregnancy that I did not plan for. And mm-hmm. if they were honest, they would probably say to themselves, I don't want. Mm-hmm. But it's important to remember that this is a human being. It's a, it's a human life that God placed there. Uh, we know even from scriptures that God foreknows someone before they're even created. So it's not by accident. It's not unplanned for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And what we need to do is walk alongside these women. That's why 
in the early 80s, even to today, we have the rise of pregnancy resource centers. Right now, today, pregnancy resource centers outnumber abortion clinics five to one. Oh, wow. That is great. And this Say is, that again. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Pregnancy resource centers today outnumber abortion clinics five to one. And what's a pregnancy resource center? A pregnancy resource center is where women can go to get free clothing for their babies, educational training for how to be a parent and mm. to just know how this is going to reorganize your life. Mm. Um, a pregnancy test, STD, STI test, all this stuff is for free. Counseling. Um, sometimes even pregnancy resource centers will give shelter. Uh, you can mm-hmm. stay with them. I know that uh, Liberty University has a Liberty Godfrey home where women can go and stay in these homes mm-hmm. and get a college education uh, uh, as they're pregnant so that they're getting a hand up okay. in life. Wow, well, that's good. So you could probably just Google Pregnancy Resource Center, and maybe it would be good to know where it wh- where one may be or two of them may be near you in case you come upon the news that you have a friend or a, a person in your church or, or somebody at the job who's pregnant. And just because they're pregnant may not mean they're happy about it. And so to be able to sit with them over a cup of coffee and say, hey, listen, there is a resource for you to help you out, that right. would probably be a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know what? Just one more thing to add to that. Mm-hmm. I've heard people, because right now, like you said, you saw my article in Christian Post, and that mm-hmm. was about the California abortion pill, where they wanted to give the abortion pill for free on college campuses. Mm-hmm. And there was one girl who did have an abortion, and she said, you know what? Everyone told me that they were going to be there for me if I had this abortion. Mm-hmm. But no one told me they were going to be for me. Uh, be there for me if I chose to have this baby. Mm. So you know, right now the the the, con- the marketing swing is, you you can't possibly have a child and do it all, which is so anti the the, the feminist rhetoric of you can't have it all. Mm-hmm. If women can really have it all, which you can, maybe not all at the same time, you can do it. And you mm. need someone in your life who's, who's going to tell you you can do it. Do not you don't have to commit this trauma in your life in order to make it. There are people who will walk with you, and there are places that exist exclusively just to help you. That's important to hear because, again, pregnancy resource centers is a good uh, a resource for people because when you're making this decision, I assume, I'm not a woman, of course, but I assume when you're making this decision, it is if I terminate now, my problem goes away. No. If no. I don't terminate and I have this child, my problem stays for a lifetime. Is that that reality of what women may be thinking in their brains? That, yeah, that's exactly what they could be thinking. And that's because, well, can't say it enough, skillful marketing. We have come to a point in society where we have marketed, we have to call it what it is. Abortion is the intentional killing of an unborn child. Mm-hmm. We have marketed that as a choice. We have marketed that as mm-hmm. reproductive care. We've marketed that as health care. We've marketed it as a, um, what did you just call it? What did I say? Yeah, you said something. <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. Was it? Okay, I don't okay, know well, what I said. Well, they, they, they market it as all these things. Right, right, we right. Have to, we have to go back to the the basic, the basic bare bones of this. And you say mm-hmm. talk to like a fourth grader. Well, you know what? This issue is really not as complicated as most people think. Yeah, because it seems kind of complicated. It, it seems complicated, but I'm, I tell you. All right, break you, it down for me. When does life begin? You can't. Don't just say at conception. I already know that. Yeah. But what is conception? Like take okay. me now sex education for okay. Dr. Anderson and his listeners. Let's do it. What's sex education? Okay, mm-hmm. so at the moment that uh, that sperm hits the egg. Okay. That is when a new DNA code is made. Okay. So you have the process. The process of conception includes fertilization. So that sperm is penetrating the egg. And there's studies now that have said that at the moment that that sperm hits the egg, they've now been able to detect a bright light that flashes when that happens, sparking mm. a new life. So that's a new so life right then and there. A new life right then. So you okay. have... So you in the in the moment of But it hasn't fertilized yet, right? It hasn't fertilized. But it's a life before it fertilizes. It is a life 
when it fertilizes. When so it fertilizes. The, that whole process is called conception. So okay. the act is fertilization. Okay. So fertilization is happening, and that sperm hits the egg. You have a whole new DNA code. Okay. You have eye color already determined. You have uh, whether it's going to be a boy or a girl. Color hair. Color of hair. Uh-huh. Uh, temperament. Who your mommy and daddy is. It yeah, tells them right yeah, there. Yeah, you get the, the chromosomes from your mom. You get the okay. chromosomes from your dad, and come together to make a new fully formed, uh, well, a new person. Person, and not fully formed, not it's got to grow. Uh, God's still fo- fully formed in me, I'm sure, uh, <laughs> into the uh, the likeness of Christ. But in that moment, yeah. as soon as that sperm hits the egg, science is telling us that that is fertilization and that is life, a new DNA, a new DNA code. Did I get it? A new DNA code. That is a separate life now. So I get an A on that test get so far. Okay. And then what happens once once the sperm hits the egg? I've got it this new fertilizer. Then there is it's, okay. it's, it's, it's the cells are dividing. It's yeah. Does it hit that fallopian tube at that point? Nope. Okay, tell me how so how, how does it get there? It's traveling through the fallopian tube and the cells are dividing and this is before implantation. Okay. So implantation is where the the resting place for the for the embryo goes to. Now, some people say it has to be implanted before it becomes a child. You're teaching us today it's a child before it even implants against yes. that uterine wall or that uh, w- whatever. Absolutely, because in that, in that process of fertilization, they now have, like I said, new DNA codes. They have the ability to respond to stimuli, reproduce, uh, and several other different things that, that classify a living organism. You can go to any medical scientific book and see what classifies as a living mm-hmm. organism. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that, and that new life right there in fertilization meets the definition of that. Gotcha. And so now it's developing over time. Mm-hmm. And um, they talk about feeling pain. At what point, Katrina uh, Mosley, uh, does a – do you call that an embryo at that time? What do, I, what do I call that? Fetus. A fetus. What point does that fetus feel pain? We can definitively say by 20 weeks, we know that a child can feel pain. By 20 By 20 weeks. weeks. But by four, by the fourth and fifth weeks, pain receptors have already developed around, mm-hmm. their, around their facial features. Mm-hmm. So by 20 weeks, did we know that definitively a child can feel pain throughout their body mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. then? So that's, uh, what, about four months? Yeah, that's a b- yeah. I mean that's just beyond the first trimester. Yes, Okay. This is, and we know at this point, 20 weeks, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, San Francisco reported on a preemie that was born at 22 weeks. Oh, wow. And they lived. That's in the second They're trimester. Yeah. It, it came out of the body. Yeah. And at it's At 22 weeks. Living. And it's living. Wow. And is that history? That she is considered the tiniest preemie to be born. Really? The tiniest. She was the size of an apple. Oh. Yeah, I know. She looks so precious. How about that? Wow, wow. Well, folks, we're, I, I, I know I'm hogging her. I, I'm already telling you that. Let, the phone lines are open. I'm coming to you. Let me give you the number. And then you want to take some phone calls? Sure. Okay, because I have a million other questions. But I'm going to share you just a little bit. And then I'm coming back to my fourth grade class. All right, 888-432-7434. By the way, when do they start teaching this? Is it fourth grade or is it lower than that or higher than that? You know what? I don't even remember who taught know. this. But then again, I, yeah. I was in Alabama, so I don't know. Alabama. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm don't, sorry. Don't even. Okay. Those people in Alabama, though. <laughs> Look. If y'all from Alabama, call us. Let us know wh- wh- at what <laughs> point that y'all start learning this stuff. Okay. Let's go to Frederick, Maryland, and talk to Donovan. He's in. Uh, f- yeah, Frederick. Hey, how you doing, Donovan? Donovan, are you there? Going once, going twice. Hello? So, hello are you there? Yes, sir. Tell me your comment or your question, please. 
Okay, Donovan, sorry I missed you. Let's go to uh, Mike. He's on the road in Maryland. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. So, oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking? Well, um, I find your your guest to be extreme. Okay. She's, uh, in her perfect world, you're not even going to be able to have birth control pills. And mm. I think teenage pregnancy would be off the charts. The only law, I think, I, I don't vote like either side of the marketing. Okay. I think the only law that makes sense is the first half of the pregnancy, the mother's, all the laws are on the mother's side. The last half of the pregnancy, all the laws are on the child's side. And all, I think that's all the law is ever going to do for us. You say all the law or the lies? All the law, all the, oh. the rights. Okay, the rights. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, do you think that, and I'm going to let Patrina answer for herself, uh, but do you think that she's extreme uh, because of the way she views life beginning at conception or just because she doesn't feel like the yep. mom should be able to choose? Uh, she's clearly pro-life and sure. believes that life begins at conception or at when the sperm touches the uh, penetrates the egg. Then that means uh, it, to follow her logic, the birth control pill has to be outlawed, and that is just going to be a terrible thing for teenage pregnancy gotcha. and other issues. Gotcha. Okay, thanks, Mike. So Mike jumped to the birth control. We can't hit that until we get to the other side of the break. But, but when we get to the other side of the break, I want you to respond in two ways. Why does it seem extreme that uh, – life beginning at conception why is that extreme but it seems to me from mike's point of view it's because it eventuates in the birth control so if the birth control issue wasn't there would you still seem extreme i want to hear from you i can't wait it's like a whole three minutes can we can we just talk during the break too is that yeah, all right that okay 888-432-7434 we're talking about abortion fact versus fiction i'll be right back Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts CLAIM to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting CLAIM to 88988. That's C-L-A-I-M to 88988. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But, hey, I'm buying a huge flat-screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye with an absolutely free consultation. Text START to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use advanced FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. 
Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK for as low as $220 per eye. Text START to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's S-T-A-R-T to 350350. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 800- 671-7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. It's real talk. This is Dr. David Anderson. I've got Patrina Mosley hanging out with me. She's a graduate of Liberty University. She works with the Family Research Council. Uh, She serves as the Director of Life, Culture, and Women's Advocacy at Family Research Council. And her writings and research examine the sanctity of life, women's dignity, and issues on uh, different policy and culture. And she's here to help me understand. I tell her, like a fourth grader, explain the abortion debate to me between uh, pro-life, pro-choice. And that's what we've been talking about in the first half of the show. If you're just joining us, you're just getting in your car, getting off the a job there with the government, we're glad you got in. Uh, let me give you the phone number in case you want to join the conversation. And then I'm going to have Patrina respond to our last caller. Here's the number, 888-432-7434. Uh, I am going to go to uh, Greenbelt, Maryland in a second. But before I do, Patrina, our last caller said, your view is pretty extreme, life beginning at conception. And again, not the biblical uh, preaching of it, which we preach all the time, but the science of it. What Patrina has said, in case you missed it, is that when the sperm hits the egg in that moment, that is conception, even before it attaches to uh, the wall or goes down the fallopian tube. That's when conception happens, which we we read in scripture, but we're trying to break this down so we can give education. How did it feel when he said that that seems like it's extreme? Um, I don't think there's anything extreme about recognizing when life begins and protecting it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that is what this issue is about. Like, is it a life? It is. If it's not a life, then it is not worth protecting. Then these laws yeah. and this debate is fruitless. Mm-hmm. But if it is a life, it is a human being is worth protecting. And when he mentioned contraception. Yeah, because that's how he got there. That's why he felt like it was extreme yes. because of contraception. And it, well, do you understand what he was saying? I, I do, but um, I just wanted to just educate a little bit more on that. Contraception prevents a woman from getting pregnant. At least that's the way it's supposed to work. So mm-hmm. it changes the lining of her uterus to prevent pregnancy. So this isn't talking about doing away with contraception or, mm-hmm. or re- restricting contraception. That's a different issue, that's isn't it? That's a different issue. This the woman's issue, not even pregnant. Okay. So if a woman takes contraception, contraception like a pill or something 
that's stopping pregnancy from happening. That's like a gate. Yes. Keeping it's a gatekeeping. Yes. Yes. It is changing the hormones in her body, changing the lining of her uterus to prevent pregnancy. So okay. And if a guy is using contraceptive again, it's stopping this process of that. Yes. Sperm and that egg coming together. Exactly. Contraception is stopping that from happening. Exactly. So then what would his problem be with contraception? I don't know. Is it That's because he thought that? I think it's because he thought that contraception works to either kill a child in the womb uh-huh. or uh, I'm not sure what he was. Like. I think it's just he needs clarity on what contraception, what contraception actually does. Now. Plan B or uh, what's the other one? The day after pill. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're the same thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something you take. At, like, okay, man, woman have sex uh, last night. Woman says, let me go get plan B today. She goes and gets plan B. Is that contraception or is that – what is that? Okay, so the <laughs> Or answer, does it depend? It depends. I see. The answer is it depends. Uh, if you take it you know, within the first 24 hours – it does work as a contraception because the process of fertilization is not taking place. Uh, after 24 hours, that's usually when. If you did have sex and that sperm did reach the egg, it happens after 24 hours. I see. Uh, if you take the pill um, after that, after 24 hours or after you've fertilized and you didn't know it, then it can work as an abortifacient, which means it can cause the child to die and um, it will be expelled from her uterus. So it could be contraception before or it could be an abortion pill afterwards exactly Hmm. 888-432-7434 let's go to greenbelt maryland and talk to charles hi charles dr anderson here and patrina mosley how are you i'm fine dr anderson how are you hello Hello, patrina Hello. Um, i'm a big fan of your show thank you sir um i have more of a comment and it's probably what should probably would be addressed more on your theological thursday uh, topic earlier on in the segment um, it was stated that God put the child there, uh-huh. and then uh, Jeremiah was quoted, before I formed you, I knew you in the womb. Um, first, I am not an advocate of abortion, mm-hmm. but I just think that I've, I've heard that scripture used before mm-hmm. in the uh, pro-life argument. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of walk a fine line when we use those particular uh, texts for that. It's, it's out of context mm-hmm. because it would seem to suggest in the event that a man and woman um, were to have sex and a woman would become pregnant outside of wedlock, we give that's kind of giving off a message that God put the child there um, mm-hmm. in the midst of our sinning in those particular cases. Mm. Again, so I think that that's just a misuse of that text. Gotcha. Jeremiah, God was speaking directly to Jeremiah about him being a prophet. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks a lot, Charles. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run to this break. When I get back, let's respond to what Charles uh, is saying. Uh, yes. So, you know, is God speaking to all of us when he's speaking to Jeremiah? And what about a woman who has a child outside of wedlock? Are we saying then if God uh, did not create that life, then somehow someone else did? Or is that just a consequence of sin, but it's not a real life? Is it like a different level of life because of the way you got there? Mm. It's good stuff. It's real talk. Dr. David Anderson, Katrina Mosley. We'll be right back. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. 
The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCollum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm hanging out with Petrina Mosley, and we are having a good time trying to learn. I, I told her she has to treat me like a fourth grader. I'm trying to get the basics for my listeners and for myself. i got to understand this. You know, it's such a hot political environment. Uh, in 2020, it's going to get even hotter. It's going to be a political issue. We're talking about abortion. The fact, the, fish, the fiction, and we as Christians believe, many of us believe life begins at conception. But I'm trying to get to, so what is even conception? And I I read an article of hers. I thought she was so brilliant in just the way she communicates. And so thank you for, like, helping at, like, a very basic 101 level, people like me and the body of Christ, to understand what we're actually talking about Mm -hmm. here. Now, before the break, uh, we heard Charles say, uh, you know, a a woman that has a child out of wedlock, we can't say that that is necessarily, um, I, I guess, a life. Is that what he was saying? What did you hear? Well, he did not like my use of using Jeremiah uh, 29, 11, where it talks about before I knew you in the womb, I called you, I have plans for you, mm-hmm. and um, things like that. But okay. I wanted to, first I want to say I appreciate the, the enthusiasm for always using scripture in, t- in context. We've right. got to do that. Right. Context is king. But I also want to make mention that this is a, this is a principle that is formulized from multiple scriptures in the Bible, from multiple texts. We do have Psalms 139. We have multiple scriptures in Genesis, uh, even from Paul saying that God chose him and foreknew him. We as a people are foreknown and are chosen. So you have to cross-reference these things. You have to cross-reference these things to make these these principles. Understood. The principle is that that God already knows us before we're even born. He is a part of the the woven 
process is happening mm -hmm. in the womb. Mm -hmm. uh, he created that process. He created the whole process of fertilization. No matter how you got there. No matter how you got there. Even if it was out of wedlock. Even if it was out of wedlock. Even if it was rape or incest. Now, right, we had the free will for some of these things. Yeah, but once it happens, that process is going to happen because yes. God created that. Yes. And that becomes a life. It becomes now, a life. Now, how we deal with all these uh, aberrations and, and, and sins and and things of that sort is a is another conversation. But at, right. at the end of the day, we're saying conception happens when that uh, sperm hits that egg. Is that right? That is right. And even when horrible situations happen, such as rape or incest, those issues are heartbreaking. And let me just tell you, and those issues, we need to seek justice. Um, mm -hmm. But that mm -hmm. child is innocent, and God mm -hmm. has a plan for their, for their life. There's no amount of circumstances that can deter um, their worth and their value in God's sight in mm. society. Wow. Okay, let's go to Anonymous and Frederick, uh, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello, Dr. Anderson and Katrina. Thank you for taking my call. Pleasure, sir. What are you thinking today, Anonymous? Well, I have what I think is a unique perspective, and I've never really heard anyone speak to it. But I like to say that I'm on the pro-life pro side of mm -hmm. pro-choice. Okay. And the reason for that is because God has given us choice. I can go kill someone if I chose, but I, you know, choose to live by Christian values and do not do that. Okay. In the same way that someone else has that right as well. And I want to be clear: I'm against abortion clinics. I don't like plan, uh, family, you know, plan, family, plan, uh, Planned Parenthood. But if you do choose to go kill somebody on the street, you would then be prosecuted for doing that. So, yeah, you have the choice, but you'd be prosecuted for doing that. Do you think we ought to prosecute uh, women who who do this uh, act of, of killing the baby in the body or an abortion doctor? Um, absolutely. I don't think we should do anything that legalize it or make it, um, okay. quote, unquote, right to do. Yeah, yeah. However, I still believe the choice should be left in the hand of the person. Understood. Okay, thank you so much, Anonymous. I appreciate you s sitting at the table here giving that perspective. What do you think about that perspective? Um, I think that we should not give <laughs> – when it comes to doing wrong, that's not a choice. Either it's wrong or it's right. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'm glad that there are laws on the books that says don't steal my car, don't steal my wallet, mm -hmm. don't kill me. I'm glad there's laws on the book that tells you you don't have a right to do that. If we gave everybody a right to do everything because we want to make it a choice, then we'll live in a, a very tyrannical society. Mm -hmm. But they do have the choice to do that. They do have the choice. But we're, the laws are there in place to say that something is just and something is unjust. And when we, with the facts and knowledge that we have today of is it a life or not, we can answer that question scientifically, and that already matches up with what we know theologically. That it is a child. Law is supposed to be there to protect the innocent and to so you promote have to justice. So in order to follow that logic, Katrina, you have to criminalize this act of abortion, right? We have never wanted to criminalize the well, – or I say, I say we would never want to prosecute women for, the, for abortions. Abortion is a business. And they prey mm -hmm. on women. Mm -hmm. So the act of killing a child in the womb is on the abortionist. They know mm -hmm. what they're doing. They're getting paid to do it and right. profiting off of vulnerable women in their situation. So you'd criminalize the doctor doing it, not the woman. Correct. Pro-lifers have never wanted to, to prosecute women or criminalize women for abortions. Never. Uh -huh. Never. Why not? 
because we recognize that abortion is a business that is profiting off of vulnerable women. But how if it's not a business and how if they go back to the back alleys? I'm just pushing you mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, people are thinking this. They mm-hmm. go back to the back alleys and they do what they do with the hangers and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. At that, at that point, should that woman be prosecuted? No. Why not? I would say once again, this woman is in a difficult situation. She feels like this is the choice she has and it's not. Someone is, by the, the transaction that takes place, back alley abortions, which hasn't happened in decades, sure. to abortion clinics, there's an exchange going on. Mm-hmm. The woman goes in, gives the doctor her money yeah. in exchange for something that she thinks is going to make her problems go away. They are taking her money. Yeah. Um, never once have the pro-life movement ever wanted to to prosecute or to criminalize women for getting an abortion. That's not the case. But here. I'm saying why not? I'm, I'm not arguing. Yeah, for yeah, it, yeah. But I'm I just know. saying I'm just in a sense I saying don't, I don't the, the logical conclusion is if yes. it's truly a baby inside yes. of you, mm-hmm. and if I shot you mm-hmm. uh, and, and you lived but the baby died, they'd probably prosecute me for killing a human being. Right. If you did that to yourself. Right. Uh, shouldn't you be again? Devil yeah, advocate. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you, I hate to say is, that no, term, no, devil's advocate. No, but you this understand. Is good logic. This is what people are thinking, yeah, right? Yeah. Why shouldn't that woman uh, a be prosecuted and b if they overturn the Supreme Court Roe v. Wade, will we revert back to that lifestyle that we've not done for how many thirty, forty years? I don't know. I don't think that's going to help the case. I think prosecuting women is not going to help the case at, okay. at all. Okay. Um, I think for them, we need to give women more resources to be able to handle unexpected pregnancies, okay. to have more opportunity in this country, to um, to have more resources. I don't think prosecuting women is the answer. Let's talk uh, about eugenics. Okay. What does that mean? Oh, oh <laughs> eugenics. That, see, and we talked about this before. Like, it, This is not that people just want to kill babies for fun. This is, right. abortion is a business that is backed by a eugenic philosophy that says that we essentially we believe that certain people should be breeding and certain people that we don't think should be breeding. Uh-huh. And this has been a part of the history of Planned Parenthood. So Planned Parenthood is behind eugenics. The founder of Planned Parenthood was a eugenicist. And what does that mean? Does a that eugenic- mean that it's a person who's basically racist? It can be, but I would say it's also a person who's an, who's an elitist. You even have prominent African Americans who are in political positions who are also pro-abortion, who, who know the history of eugenics and know the history of Planned Parenthood, who are still pro-abortion. Because eugenics basically says, uh, I don't want black people to breed. Is that probably a bad term to say it? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's put breed in uh, air quotes because that sounds like animals. But I don't want them to reproduce because that means there will be more black people or, or more Hispanic people. Is that true? That is in the words of Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger, we have the, the letter that she wrote to some of her funders. Mm for her eugenics project, it was called the Negro Project, and she opened up her first clinic in Harlem, mm. okay? Planned Parenthood was not called Planned Parenthood to begin with. It was called the uh, the Birth Control League. Then mm. it was changed to Planned Parenthood. Uh-huh. But she... Uh, birth Control League, birth trying control to control League. the births so you wouldn't have m- more. Yes. It was what called, did she say? It was called the American Birth Control League in 1921, but then they changed their name to Planned Parenthood Federation in 19. 19- 42. Okay, mm-hmm. let me just read you this here. There have been many art mar- articles published by Sanger in the Eugenics Journal. Some of them have called some moral aspects of eugenics, the eugenic conscience, the purpose of eugenics, birth control and positive eugenics, birth control, the true eugenics, and more. Hmm. And she wrote in this letter that, that I was referring to before for her Negro project saying, we don't want the word to get out that we want to exterminate the Negro race. So we need to 
we need to graft in some African-American ministers so that if the thought ever occurred to them, that they mm -hmm. can straighten that idea out. Mm -hmm. So they intentionally reached out to the black community, particularly mm -hmm. the clergy, to convince black people it was in their best interest to abort. Mm -hmm. what, not at that time they didn't have abortion, but to control their birth. And mm -hmm. eventually it grew into abortion. Wow. When we come back, we got to land this plane. I want you to think about your final thought. What are we going to... What, what are we going to believe? What are we going to think about? How can we be a part of this process? There's a lot to learn. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, Don Crow here for Passport Auto Group a family-owned business with a stellar reputation for superior customer service before, during, and long after the sale. A mission and goal to which they've been committed for the past 25 years. And now, when you visit PassportAuto.com on the web, you can take your own virtual Internet tour to enhance your buying experience and help you get to know their dealerships online. Just go to PassportAuto.com, browse their amazing inventory, Schedule a test drive of that vehicle you've been thinking about. Investigate financing, lease options, and much more. Whether you're thinking about a BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, or Mini, or whether you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Passport Auto Group is waiting to serve you right now. And I also want to tell you that as a longtime customer of Passport, I can assure you they do what they say they'll do, and they do it right. Passport Auto Group. Serving the Washington, D.C. metro area for 25 years. PassportAuto.com. Hi, I'm Norm with A-Action. And if you've ever called A-Action Home Services, you should recognize my voice. I've been with A-Action for 12 years, and now that I am the service manager, I can personally guarantee the highest quality of care from our entire staff, from our technicians to our team of client care representatives. So give us a call today at 703-922-1900, 703-922-1900. Problem solved. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye with an absolutely free consultation. Text START to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use advanced FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK for as low as $220 per eye. Text START to 350-350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's S-T-A-R-T to 350-350. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. 
If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I'm so glad that you give, you support. Thank you so much for your kindness and your prayers. It's been a great opportunity for us to have a conversation with Petrina Mosley from Family Research Council. I heard you're a fan of the show. I am. Yay. Yes. Well, you know what? I'm j- I became your fan when I read uh, one of your articles in the Christian Post, and I just pray that God continues uh, to use your voice to help educate. Everyone's not going to agree uh, with you. You already know that. Everyone doesn't agree with me. And my show, people don't know where I fit, fit. You know, sometimes I'm too conservative for some, too liberal for others. Um, but uh, I'm not with the Republican Party. I already told you that uh, offline. I'm not with the Democratic Party. I- I'm like with Jesus' party. And people are like, well, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> it means I have freedom to vote when I want, where I want want with who I want and I don't have to hold on to anybody's platform except the one that I feel like God's calling me to so there's some freedom there and I like that <laughs> but with with regard to what you have decided to focus on like I focus on bridge building around race relations mm-hmm. you're focusing on women and trying to help women who are being captivated from around the world and and trying to help women be educated with regard to abortion uh, in this last minute or so I'd love to hear about your passion and any final uh, word that you want to leave with my listeners today well, first off, just thank you for having me. It's been a blast and a pleasure. Even for those who came on didn't agree with me, yeah. that's okay. Uh, this is what this show is for. And I yeah. just want to tell women who may be listening, you know, maybe you've been, uh, maybe you're post-abortive, maybe you've had abortions, or maybe this mm. topic has been tough for you. Uh, you are not alone. Mm. Uh, there are pregnancy resource centers that are out there that that particularly deal with the aftermath of an abortion, the grief that comes, the depression that comes, mm-hmm. the the questions of, you know, I wonder what their name would have been. I wonder what their favorite color would have been. Mm. I mean, the government can be there to pay for your abortion and take your problem away, but they're not going to be there to walk with you mm. through those types of questions and through that journey. Um, but that's what we as Christians have the unique ability to do is to walk mm. alongside people with the healing power of the, of the gospel. Mm. And that in and of itself creates victors, not victims. Mm. Abortion creates victims. The gospel and the power of Jesus Christ creates victors. And nobody mm. better than you who maybe has had an abortion can be a, a warrior for the issue of life. Because mm. you've been there, you've done that. So don't let that. that silence you from this issue. Come on, preacher girl, I hear you. She said, look, you don't have to be a victim. You can be a victor. Now that will preach. You're more than a conqueror. If you want to follow up, Petrina Mosley, go to uh, a Twitter, at Petrina P. Mosley, at mm-hmm. Petrina P. Mosley. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. Thank you. It's been a blast. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, for everyone that's facing this issue, especially for females that are dealing with this, as well as men, uh, would you just be their comforter, uh, be their guide. Holy Spirit, do the work that only you can do. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said, Amen Amen. and Amen. Father, help your children. Thank you.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.